Hey Summoners, I'm your host, Condor of War. Welcome to Episode 4 of Project League. We have a loaded episode today full of patch notes for Patch 10.21, an update to the tier list, and of course, pick it or ban it. Then we'll end the episode off with some League of Legends news. Let's get into it. So Patch 10.21 is a full one for sure. This patch feels more targeted at the jungle this time around, since 6 of the 12 champions getting changes are in the jungle. There seems to be a bit of a shift in the power picks, as champs like Graves and Nidalee are getting nerfed, and Leeson and Trundle seem to be on the upswing. Let's start it off with top lane changes for this patch, and by changes, I mean change. The only champion getting touched in the top lane is Camille. Her ease attack speed is going down by 20% at max rank. This will hurt Camille slightly in her higher elo play, as her quick trade potential will be a bit weaker, but her lower elo dueling will remain almost untouched. Players don't really know how to take full advantage of this attack speed, so you're not going to see much changes there. All in all, this will see Camille falling slightly in her win rate, but she's still an excellent pick in the tanks and will always have a favorable spot in the meta because of that. Let's move on to the heap of jungle changes. We'll talk nerfs then buffs. First is Graves. His true grit armor per stack is going down by 2 at each rank. Those of you who don't know, Graves has a really great early clear. This is due to his ability to kite camps, but more importantly, the armor he gets from True Grit. This allows him to get level 3 and be almost full health for a top lane or bottom lane gank. We've seen this in the past that when Riot nerfs Graves' True Grit, his win rate suffers a lot harder than any other nerfs they give him, and I expect that to hold true for this nerf too. If you're a lower elo jungler, maybe still keep him in your wheelhouse, because you probably weren't taking full advantage of this anyway but higher elo junglers should consider moving on to other AD picks because he is going to lose some of his potency that he had. Hecarim is also going to be getting a nerf in this patch. His E, Devastating Charge, is getting nerfed. Without going into too much of the numbers, he'll see a 10 damage reduction at all ranks when he uses it before fully charged, and 20 damage reduction at all ranks if he uses it when fully charged. Now for those of you who don't know, Hecarim does use this ability as a key ganking tool in the early game, and to have damage knocked off of that could see his early ganking pressure fall off quite hard. He will still be great at team fighting though, with his ultimate and his E in the mid and late game, and he'll still be incredibly hard to deal with if he gets a little bit ahead in the game. The last of the jungle nerfs is targeted at Nidalee. Her base AD is going down by 3. Like the other two nerfs that we just mentioned, it targets the early game. Once Nidalee gets her completed jungle item, she can clear jungle very quickly, so this nerf feels like a target towards her first clear. If you are in lower elo and playing her, first of all, why? Second of all, drop her. She's making your games harder to win just by playing her. Play other easier AP junglers. If you're higher elo though, stick with her. She can take games over with just a couple items, and a loss of 3 base AD is not going to be able to change that. Now that we've talked about the depressing nerfs, let's talk about some jungle buffs. Lee Sin is getting a small buff this patch. His AD per level is going up by 0.5 per level. Do I think that 9 bonus AD at level 18 is going to break Lee Sin wide open in the meta? No. But he's in a good spot in the meta currently, and this little buff should see his win rate increase slightly, maybe give him the push he needs to be an A-plus jungler. Trundle will also be getting a buff. His healing from his passive will now scale with every level up, instead of only every few levels. Also, his W's cooldown is going to be a flat 15, instead of decreasing with rank. So, this is a double-edged sword kind of buff nerf. 
On one hand, he gets healing increase that should see him having a healthier clears in all stages of the game and a little bit of an increased dueling potential. On the other hand, his W cooldown going up in the late game could hurt his team fighting potential. Trundle's a bit of a dueling menace in the jungle. Normally, he can just pop W and run you down and force a flash with a well-placed pillar. But with an increased cooldown, it might not always be up when he needs to and finds these fights. We'll have to see how this buff affects him. The last jungle champion to mention is Udir. We talked in a previous episode about a buff that he got to his R Phoenix stance. And I said it was a waste of a buff and it won't do anything to help him. And I stand by that claim then, but now he's getting a second buff to it. The pulse damage is getting a hefty buff, and I'm starting to wonder if itemizing a rage blade in his build path might become a bit more common. When talking about champions like Yi, Rageblade is always a huge power spike in the game for him. We might see Udyr start to build a hybrid tank attack speed build for some increased kill pressure. Who knows? Moving on to the one change in mid lane. Corky is getting a buff to his Q this patch. Its ratio of bonus AD it gets as damage is going up by 20%. And I see this as a huge buff to the mid lane marksman. He can use this ability in many different parts of the game be it poke in lane, wave clear, or dealing heavy damage in team fights because it's a massive AoE. This buff could see Quirky's win rate go up a decent amount in all elos for this patch. Let's move on and talk about some ADC. So, much to the request of the community, Samira is getting a nerf. Her E is actually getting two nerfs. Its cooldown is going up at each rank, and the attack speed she gains after casting is going down by 10% at each rank. Now I think we can all agree that this champ has been just a little too dominant in this past patch, and this nerf was needed. She will fall off in her win rate, and she'll probably sink into Kled and Elo Forgotten Champion Prison. We enjoyed our time with her, but I think it's time we say goodbye to Samira. Of course, I'm kidding when I say this, but in all seriousness, she'll probably fall into that obscurity for a little while, until a couple of really good ADC streamers pick her up and she finds more favor in the community again. Speaking of champions that fell off the face of the earth, Aphilios is getting a buff this patch. His passive increased lethality is going up by a small amount at each rank. As well, his R, Moonlight Vigil, is getting a buff. Depending on the weapon that's out, these current buffs will apply. Severum is getting its healing buffed. Crescendum, its chakrams are going up by 1. Calibrum's mark damage is going up by 30 at each rank. And Gravitum's root duration is going up by 0.25 seconds which I think will allow the champion to find a little bit more favor in the meta. I think this champ needed some serious love. In low elo, he was a troll pick at the best of times, and in higher elo, he wasn't getting touched. This buff should change that and put the 5-gun marksman in a more favorable position in the meta. Finally, let's talk about support. The first of the two changes is to Pantheon. He's been taking the bot lane by storm last patch, and Riot doesn't like it. They want him to be out of the tank support role and back into the damage mid or bruiser top role. So, his Q is getting a change. Its damage is going up if he itemizes AD, and down if he goes for a tank build with no AD. Also, the mortal will bonus that he gains from it is going up by 15% on his Q. This means the Pantheon will hit a fair bit harder in the mid lane against squishy mages. Riot has done something interesting with this change. They didn't really nerf him too much, but rather made him a more hotly contested pick between mid and support. This should see his support play rate go down, but his mid go up significantly. I really like how they went about this nerf. Last in the patch notes is a buff to Karma. Her passive reduction on Mantra's cooldown is getting increased for her later levels. 
Both attacks and spells will lower the cooldown a bit slower than they did before, but to compensate this, her R's cooldown is going down at all ranks. I think this will make her lane control go up early, and over the course of the game it will even out to be similarly where she is in the meta now on live servers. There's also a system change in this patch. Nimbus Cloak is going to be getting a nerf. The bonus speed it grants is going down by 5%, and the duration of the rune is getting decreased by 0.5 seconds. This will make it a slightly less instant pick when you're going through your rune pages, so maybe put some thought into that. Finally, like I always say, the best part of every patch is the new skins, and Riot really pulled out all the stops for this one. We're getting Odyssey Karma, TF, Kha'Zix, Aatrox, and Sivir, as well as Halloween skins for Amumu, Elise, and Fizz. And last but certainly not least is a beautiful Hextech skin for Kassadin. These are all really nice skins, so grab some RP and get these skins to freshen up your look on the Rift. Now, we're going to be doing the tier list a bit differently in this episode. A lot of people reached out to me and said that I should make the tier list and pick it or ban it into one segment, so we'll try it out for this episode and see how it goes. Let's start in the top lane. The tier list for top has been pretty stagnant. We see some familiar faces like Camille and Maokai, with other top tier picks in Fiora and Darius, but the surprise to everyone is that Lulu is still here. She's holding a top place in the top lane tier list, supporting a 53% win rate. She's an enchanter, and she has a lot to prove up there, and she's proving it. Her ranged auto attack, plus all of the buffs and shields and stuff like that that she can give, makes her a really tough lane opponent for most melee top laners, so watch out for her or ban her if you don't want to play against her. Our picket or bandit champ for top lane in this patch is Poppy. She builds tank and has an amazing team fighting ultimate. If she gets ahead, she can be one of the hardest champs to fight against as she can completely lock down any member of the enemy team with ease. And let's not forget she has a built-in counter to any champion with a dash. And this makes her a great pick into the top lane meta. She's great into champions like Hecarim, Fiora, Camille, and Maokai. And she should be your go-to counter pick for those champions this patch. Now let's talk jungle. Karthus, Elise, and Lilia are dominating the AP jungler meta right now. The name of the game is AoE Damage. And other great AD jungle picks like Graves and Hecarim have plenty of that too. Lock any of these guys in if you're in a jungle diff kind of mood. The Picket or Bandit jungler for this patch is Ivern. He stands in sharp contrast to the meta right now, but like Poppy, he's a great pick for this fact. He has a crazy amount of shielding and peeling for his team. It's hard to melt the enemy team's carries when they have two health bars to chew through in every fight. Maybe not a jungle diff through damage kind of champion, but use your supporting skills and your cosmic Karanium to completely take the enemy jungler out of the game and rack up some pretty easy wins. Mid lane meta is in a similar spot as top lane right now. It's much of the same as it has been for the last few patches now. Zed, Yone, Ari, and Galio are holding this lane in lockdown. High win rates coupled with high pick rates make them incredibly hard champions to ignore, and it's going to take some serious nerfs or changes to move any of these guys out of the top of the tier list. I think we're holding out for a new season if we want to see these guys out of the mid lane top tier. Our Picket or Bandit champion for mid lane offers an escape from the Assassin meta. Where the meta is all about blowing up ADCs or opposing mid laners, why not skip all that and just melt the entire team away with a well-placed equalizer? Rumble is a great pick for multiple reasons. He doesn't draw minion aggro to poke out an enemy laner because of Flamespitter. 
he can use his shield to avoid taking a lot of burst damage from assassins, and he can farm from behind the minion wave if he needs to, because he fell behind in lane. All of this, combined with the fact that he can itemize an hourglass into his first couple items, makes him a go-to counter in the meta for mid lane. Let's talk about the ADC meta. Ash and Ezreal have tons of poke, damage, and pick potential with global ultimates. They're both great in the tanks and have built-in self-peel to make them really hard to deal with. Paired with a good enchanter or tank support makes these two the king and queen of the marksmen for this patch. Our Picketer Bandit ADC is in a similar vein as Ash. Just don't get too excited when we tell you it's Jinx. No, she doesn't have the same amount of self-peel and utility as Ezreal or Ash, but with a tank support like Leona or Alistair, she can win games by herself. We've all been on the receiving end of a Jinx full team wipe because no one can get to her in time. She isn't even a full true late game champion either. She has this effect to full team wipe people with just two items and a couple of lucky crits. Lock her in for some fun hyper carry potential. Just don't let your team FF20 and you're golden. Now let's wrap this up with support. It seems like the role is in a healthy state again. A tank and enchanter meta split. On one hand you have Leona, Maokai, and Blitzcrank who are all great engaged tanks who can act as a solid frontline for any and all team comps. On the other side of that coin are enchanters like Lulu, Morgana, and Bard who can heal, shield, and peel their carries to victory. All are good, but they're all very different. You have to know when to lock them in to see best results. Our last Picketer Bandit champion for this patch is Rakan. The best part about Rakan besides his mobility is his versatility and itemization. You can itemize tank and be used for multiple forms of engage, or he can itemize more of an enchanter build and be used to quickly engage or disengage fights, then jump right back to his ADC side to keep them alive. He does have a bit of mechanical skill, for sure, but if you can get down a couple of his basic combos, you're well on your way to mastering this dancing birdman. Now that we've got all the patch stuff covered, we'll talk about some Worlds 2020 news. We're now on to the best of five matches that will ultimately decide the Worlds finalists. Top Sports plays Fnatic, first on October 15th, and I think this personally could be one of the most evenly matched series in this first round of competition. I can see this going 5 and on a coin flip, easy. SN Gaming and JD Gaming will square off on October 16th, and I think JD will win this one 3-1. They've had a really hard time having to play second fiddle to Dam Wong, but I feel really strongly that they could have finished first in most other groups. JD Gaming looks too well put together with too little weaknesses. I think they take this one. Gen.G will play G2 Esports on October 17th. I really wish that G2's pairing hadn't been this unlucky. I see this match going 3-1, maybe even 3-0 for Gen.G. I think that the EU is a better league than NA by far, but they still have a lot to work to do to get to Korea and China levels of play. Gen.G takes this one in a wipe. The last of the first round of best of fives is on October 18th, and it's DRX against Damwong. This is a Damwong 3-0, no question. I have this team taking worlds this year, and for obvious reasons. They have almost unrivaled solo laners, and their jungler is probably the smartest in the tournament. He exacts every bit of advantage he can out of the matchup he's in. They play smart, and they play clinical. They remind me of the SKT of old, and for that reason, they'll walk all over DRX on their way to the next round. Since I mentioned it last episode, I thought I should update that Oriana and Orn are both still sporting near-perfect win rates for themselves, 
and that Graves, Kindred, and Nidalee seem to be emerging as the go-to junglers at Worlds. Also worth noting that Lucian Mid and Lilia seem to be getting banned a lot at Worlds 2020, and I think it's due to their great matchups and the other picks in the meta currently, as well as their ability to have crazy DPS and team fights. Riot has also released the Victorious skin for this season. With the teaser they gave us, we all guessed it. Lucian will be getting a shiny gold and blue skin to show off and flex for being gold or higher. League of Legends also released the splash art for the new KDA skins, and they look great. The EP for the new music is set to drop on November 6th, and of all the teasers or anything to go off of, they could all be bangers. The last piece of news I have for the episode is a new champion. I know, another new champion. Seraphine will be coming to the PBE in the next few days, and she looks to be a weird Sona knockoff if her leaks are to be believed. We will have to wait and see more about her in the upcoming days. I myself wish they wouldn't rush new champions out that feel like direct knockoffs to current champions that already exist. If they want to give Sona a new look or update her kit, then do that. League of Legends doesn't allow for enough bands to have two of the exact same champion in the game. Anyway guys, thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, consider subscribing and leaving a review for the podcast. I'd love to hear from everyone. We have several social medias you can find us on, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just to name a few. Head over and follow us to stay up to date on all things Project League. I hope this episode helped you get the knowledge you need to stay ahead of the curve and get that last little bit of LP out of this month. Good luck on the Rift, guys. Peace.